Welcome to Queensway Pentecostal Church, leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. Well, good morning, uh, Queensway family. I hope you're having a great weekend wherever you find yourselves. Man, I can't believe it's July. So awesome. Time is flying and uh, it's just an amazing time uh, to be together. Today is a historic day, a significant day to say the least. Uh, For our church, we're having services online, which you're taking part in right now, as well as in person uh, this morning. So uh, we're trying something new and we're going to see how it goes and uh, wish us luck, say a prayer for us today as we uh, are obviously online with you right now, as well as in person right now. Every second that we're together online, we're doing the same thing in person. And that's what's so great about technology. So thanks for joining us. And of course, everyone's welcome to come to our in-person gatherings. And uh, you probably heard, but uh, you do, we are asking for people to register right now to come to church just so we know you're coming. Uh, If you just want to stay home and do the online church thing, I totally understand. I probably would do the same thing myself. And uh, you're totally welcome just to sit in your PJs sip on the coffee, sit back, relax, and uh, hopefully I can keep you awake for a few minutes and we can uh, read uh, the scriptures together, hear from the Lord together in this time. Just two things I want you to uh, take note of. First off, uh, Pastor Katie has already mentioned that we're having a guest speaker in person next week, uh, Pastor Jeremy Murdoch from the Western Ontario District. He's the uh, Northern Director for our district, and he's coming in person uh, this coming Sunday at Queensway, and then we'll be online two weeks from today, so that if you're an online church person, you can uh, get that message as well, so take note of that. Also, for you online uh, folks, next week we're starting a new series uh, titled Blessed Are Those, and this series is all about the Beatitudes, and I'm really looking forward to it. God spoke uh, spoke to me about these things a while ago, and uh, really pushed on my heart to... uh, share this message on the Beatitudes in the coming days. So looking forward to that. It's going to start uh, this coming Sunday uh, online and then the following week in person. So a little overlap there, but everyone's going to figure it all out. It's all going to be good. We're going to have a good time together. So let's get into today's message. I'm excited with what God is going to do in these days. Did you know that God is going to do something awesome? I would argue God is already doing amazing things in these days. Do you believe that the Lord Jesus is going to do something significant in these days. He's preparing us for something significant. I can't wait for God's plan to unfold, and I hope you share that heartbeat with me. Folks uh, that are staying with us online are just as much a part of our uh, church experience as anyone else. I want you to know that today you're watching online. You are just as much a part of our church family, our church experience, as anyone who would come through the doors of our church on a Sunday morning physically. It's all the same thing. It doesn't matter. There's no discrepancy in any way. Online church is critical to our future. Did you know that? That online church is critical to the future of our church today, not just the next one, uh, two, three months, but the next year. And then who knows from there where we go. Online church is significant to the future of Queensway in Espanola. I believe that God is giving us a quick start into our future. I believe that God has had amazing plans for us all these days specific for Queensway Pentecostal Church in Espanola 
temple and he is ushering that time into, uh, into fruition, making it happen in these days. You know, our Father in Heaven did not send COVID-19. Sometimes Christians say ridiculous things. These are the ones that I want to slap across the face or do worse to. It's just nothing illegal, I guess. But I, I just get frustrated with God did not send COVID-19. You see, what God does is he uses what the enemy intends for evil and turns it to good. That's what our Father in Heaven does. He takes what the enemy has intended for evil and turns it to good. When the devil tries to take us out, our Father in Heaven smiles and says, watch this. He says, I'm ready for a comeback. I'm ready to uh, grab hold of this situation. I'm going to do a new thing. And I believe that Queensway is a part of that new thing that God is doing in these days. Today, I want to declare that God has a plan for your life. Did you know that today? God has a plan for your life. No matter how great your mistakes, God is always waiting with arms open wide to forgive and give us grace to overcome our circumstances. There are those that are a part of our uh, QPC family that have lost loved ones uh, to COVID-19 in the last few months. All of us have faced some sort of adversity in these days. But let let me remind you today that this is the year of breakthrough. This is the year of breakthrough. What was meant to hold us back is going to release the greatest days in our lives. Isaiah 43 verse 19 says this, it's going to be on your screen. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. You see, church, out of the wilderness, out of the wasteland, our Lord Jesus is doing a mighty new thing. That's what the scriptures are telling us today. I can hear it coming today. It's like a mighty rushing wind, and God is doing a new thing. Can you believe it with me? Can you shout it with me today that God is doing a new thing? When it comes to the things of God, we must position ourselves so that we can uh, so that God, so that God, he can work through us. The title of today's message, I didn't say it off the top, is this, the position of breakthrough. The position of breakthrough. That is the uh, word that God gave me today. And we need to position ourselves so that he, the Lord Jesus, can work through us. Can God use anyone, someone would ask me. Well, yes, of course he can, and he does. He uses all sorts of different kinds of people all the time. But So you would maybe ask, well, pastor, why must I be ready? Why do I have to position myself to be ready for God? You see, he chooses to use ones who are willing. That's what God does is he chooses to use ones who are willing. Something significant happens when we come under the place of grace. Did you know that today? Something significant happens when we come under that place of grace. So when I say the position or breakthrough or those words, I believe that God has a place that he wants me to be in. He doesn't want me just wandering around in the wilderness or wandering around in the bush. Have you seen people wandering around in the bush? Sometimes it's good. A lot of times it's not so good, right? God wants us in a specific place. So let's open our Bibles today. We're going to start in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. This is what it says. Come and be his living stones who are continually being assembled into a sanctuary for God. For now you serve as holy priests offering up spiritual sacrifices that he readily accepts 
through Jesus Christ. Our first point today, I want you to remember this. It's going to pop up on the screen. I want you to remember these words. The Lord Jesus is always building. I'll say it again. The Lord Jesus is always building. He never stops. You see, this building that uh, the Lord Jesus is building is much more than something physical. The Lord Jesus is building a spiritual house. He uses living stones, which are you and me. Did you know that someone may have called you a rock before? But the truth is we are living stones that the Lord Jesus is using to put something incredible together. This, this spiritual house that is being built is different than what we may have seen before. It's something that is unique and something that may look a little different from what we would consider ordinary. I believe this is something God's been speaking to me about just in the last few days. I believe that Jesus is breaking off small-mindedness and patterns that have us stuck in old ways that are now irrelevant. Let me say that again. I believe that Jesus is breaking off small-mindedness and patterns that have us stuck in old ways that are now irrelevant. Why? Why Why would Jesus uh, do that? Why would he be breaking those things off? I like that old stuff. I like the old things. I like that stuff. That's where I feel comfortable. Well, let me explain it to you. Jesus is always building. That's what the scriptures tell us, that Jesus is always building. No matter what's facing the world, no matter what circumstances are going on around us, Jesus is always building. He's building something new. Last Sunday, I spoke about that promised land that the Lord is bringing us into. I believe that we are coming into our promised land time. I believe that with all my heart. You see, we're coming out of the wilderness, out of the wasteland, into the land that God has given to us. Wherever you step, you will receive favor in Jesus' name. Let me prophetically declare that over our church today. Wherever we step, we will receive favor in Jesus' name. Well, why, Pastor? Why would I get to receive favor? Nothing good has ever happened to me before. Because the Lord Jesus is doing a new thing. That's why his people would receive favor in these days. Uh, Dream with me for just a moment here. Like so many in our church, I believe in resurrection. We know that Jesus has risen from the dead. If you go to his tomb today, guess what? He's not there. I just blew the story. He's not there. I've seen people that I know in Jesus' tomb. And guess what? It is empty. Let me declare it. He is risen today. He's been risen for thousands of years. We believe in resurrection. As I've already, uh, as I've said already, God is doing a new thing. What if that new thing is resurrecting churches and ministries that have been dying in the wilderness for too long? What if that is the new thing that God is saying in these days? I told you to dream with me. What if God is resurrecting churches and ministries that have been lost in the wilderness for too long? You see, the Lord Jesus is saying, now is the time. This is your resurrection day. Let me declare it. This is our resurrection day. No more foolishness, no more shame, no more double-mindedness. Our church is in the resurrection business. That would be our motto. We are in the resurrection business. Come on, I hope you're getting excited with me today. Where things that have been called dead by this world begin to come back to life. Let me say it again. Where things that have been called dead by this world begin to come back to life. That is resurrection. 
that is what the word of the Lord declares to us today. Come on. Oh man, I'm getting fired up. Here we go. You see the living stones that were mentioned in our scripture passage. These are chosen stones. You and I are chosen by God. We are significant to him. We are precious in his eyes. Did you know that you are precious in the eyes of the Lord Jesus? Just as the nation and people of Israel are chosen, so is the church. That's what God loves. He loves his church. We are chosen by God. I'm a part of the church. You're a part of the church. We are chosen by God. What does he ask of us? Well, pastor, he's got to want something from us. I, I just know it. He wants something from us. Well, simply, this is what he asked us. That we offer spiritual sacrifices to the Lord Jesus. That's what he asks of us, that we would offer spiritual sacrifices. God does the job of building, and we do the job of offering sacrifices. God does the job of building, and we do the job of offering sacrifices. Just in this last month, I've seen people spiritually sacrificing for the Lord Jesus. There's no greater gift than to see God's people sacrifice in these days. Everyone around us would tell us to be careful and to watch where, what we do and what, where we're doing it. And of course, there's some wisdom there. But the truth is, is that God is always calling us to give sacrifices to him. I believe that we are in the early stages of seeing sons and daughters begin to rise up. People called by the name of the Lord that they would begin to rise up. Young men, young women begin to rise up into what God is calling them into. Take their places in leadership capacities in our church, in our homes, and in our communities. It's much more than just this building. It's the people that assemble here. It's the region. It's the community. It's our homes, our schools, our workplaces, all these things. That's what the Lord Jesus is calling sons and daughters into. We just need to believe these words in faith that the Lord Jesus is doing something new. Can you believe it with me today from your heart that the Lord Jesus is doing something new. He's bringing things that we thought were dead back to life. That's what he's doing. He's bringing things that we thought were dead back to life in these days. Nehemiah 2 verse 20 says this, then I replied to them, the God of heaven will make us prosper and we as servants will arise and build. Our second point today is this, advancement. I want you to remember that word, advancement. You see, we've all uh, met people over the years that have been hurt in some capacity by the church as a whole. Maybe even our church. We have to be honest, maybe even our own church. You see, these hurts range from surface issues to some of the deepest hurts a life can bear. We've seen it take place many times. The truth is we don't know the whole story. Every story that I've heard where the church has hurt someone in some capacity, I've been able to mourn with them, weep with them, understand the weight they carry. There is a weight, let me be clear. There is a weight. For me, I've realized that God has not called me to live in the past. He's not called me to live in the past. I, I can't stay there. 
God is a resurrecting God. He comes back to life. He brings things that were dead, things that were buried under the surface. He brings them back to life, to full health, not just a little restoration, but a complete restoration. What we know is that the church on this side of heaven is made up of, guess what? People. That's what the church is made up of. People. Often these people are hurt people. The day has come for Christians who have been hurt or have not found a place of family within the church to come home. If you're viewing this today or any time in the coming weeks and you're thinking, Pastor, I've not been to church since I was a young child. I'm a middle aged now. I'm in the later years of my life, but I've never been to church. I've never gone back to church. Let me to, uh, declare this prophetic word over your life right now. I want you to listen to it. I want to prophetically declare to you today that it's time to come home. Someone is watching this message today. It's time to come home. That's what the Lord is saying. It's time to come home. Don't wait another moment. God is calling you home in these days. That's what's happening right now. God is calling you home. It's time. We are declaring today across this region that it is time to come home. I want to shout it from the rooftops. I want to bust the windows open of our church and declare, it is time to come home. I read this phrase preparing for today, and it's this. We are calling for a harvest of harvesters. Let me say it again. We are calling for a harvest of harvesters. It's time for the lost harvesters to come home. Did you know that harvest, harvesters can become lost over time? Well, let me declare to you today that it's time for the harvesters to come home. If that's you today, I am speaking to you right now. It's time for the harvesters to come home. If you've wrestled with deep disappointment from the church or by people in the church, let me declare to you today that love has won. And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus and he has great and mighty plans for your life. That's what his plans are for you today. Don't believe me? Just, just, ask, just ask the Lord Jesus. He'll show you the way. I know it. He'll show you the way. That's what his plans. He wants you to come home. It's time. Now is the time. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for another opportunity. Now is the time to come home. Psalm 32 verse 8 says this, I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you, instructing and guiding you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. I want to leave us with this third point today. It says this, where he goes, we go. Where he goes, we go. There is a fresh grace being poured down upon us today in Jesus' name. I believe that God is increasing our capacity in these days. He's leading us out of that wilderness into the promised land. He knows what's good and right for us. We know that the Lord's plans are good for us. They won't harm us. God's plan gives us a hope and a future. On Sunday afternoon last week, we had a few technical uh, glitches along the way. <laughs> what, what do you do, man? <laughs> it was hot. That's all I know. The word, of the, uh, the word that the Lord obviously wanted to get out that day was this. Let me repeat it again for you this morning. 
Don't just add, but multiply. Don't just add, but multiply. I looked at my notes on this statement this past week, and I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> I tried to find where I, I would have read something like this or uh, would have thought something like, like this. I'm sure I read it somewhere, but I really don't know where it could have come from. You see, the truth is, it's a word for us. Some old school Pentecostals would say it's a now word. That's how it would be described. I want this phrase baked into our prayer language in these coming days. Don't just add, but multiply, O Lord. Don't just add, but multiply, O Lord. It's a declaration. We are asking God for something incredible. So today I want to leave you with these great reminders. They're going to be up on the screen. Today I want you to remember this. Remember this. Get refreshed. Get renewed. God is coming to grow this church. God is coming to grow this church. And finally, don't just add, but multiply, oh Lord. Don't just add, but multiply, oh Lord. I want to uh, close in an ex extended prayer time today. I trust it's well with you and I encourage you to bow your heads with me and begin to intercede. If you speak in tongues, begin to speak in tongues in this moment. Let's pray together and I've written these words down and I want to declare them uh, as a prayer today over our church, over our region. So let's pray. God, thank you that you love the church and look at it as your counterpart on earth. I ask that you would empower our pastors and ministry leaders and other types of leaders to lay a foundation, your whole kingdom, assignment for us can rest on. I ask for revelation that we would see even more clearly the people we are assigned to, the strategy for missions, the connections in our community and the lands to which we are called. Give me and those who are serving in our church and ministries your passion, the passion Paul had, so we will be pregnant with so much of your love that you, Christ, would be formed in the lives around us. I pray that you would protect us from infighting and politics and disunity. Just as you pray, Jesus, that we would be one. We ask that you would use everything in our lives to make us one. You are the maker of relationships and relation skills. We pray that our churches and ministries would be amazing stewards of relationships that model conflict resolution, healthy boundaries, loyal covenants, nurtured families, godly marriages, and true friendships. God, give me a transformational mindset so I can believe for lives to be changed in, re in this region, in businesses and people groups to be transformed. Help me, oh God, to see your original plan for all those to whom I am called to minister. Help me to stand in the gap between where they are and where you are calling them to be, who you are calling them to be. Help me to take on my mission with love and trust, knowing that it is not my job to fix, change, and save, but that's your responsibility. Help me to take on the right responsibilities of love so that I let you be the Messiah. Fathers, uh, then take on my own Messiah complex because you are the one who saves, oh God. 
help there to be no us in them in my heart between those inside our church and those outside. I pray that we would love, honor, and, uh, and, and affection for both those within and those without, even those of our belief systems and contradictory lifestyles to my own. Lord, I pray that we would be able to love one another in a way that you have loved your church. God of breakthrough, I ask that you would bring breakthrough to Queen's Way, to the movement we are a part of, and to every ministry I or our QPC family are involved in. I give you my expectations in this prayer for what it has to look like and ask that you would build in me faith for the transformation of the church, the kingdom of God in my generation. Oh God, would your glory fall in this land once again, we pray today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, church. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. You got me all fired up and uh, I don't know what to do with myself now. <laughs> I trust you're gonna have an awesome uh, rest of your day, rest of your weekend. I look forward to seeing you either in person or online next week, either way. Thank you so much for your support in these days, your continued giving, faithful giving in these days to our church. And we're just doing the best that we can with the tools that God has given us to bring glory to his name in this region. Pray for us, we ask in these days. God bless everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you would like more information on who we are, visit our website at qpcespanola.com.